0: You are now listening to the diet doc movement podcast, a show all about macros, mindset and movement hosted by us, Alexa Miller, Meredith River. Hey everybody, you have got Meredith and Alexa back again on the mic with the diet doc movement podcast, and we have yet another special guest with us. And I'm personally super stoked to bring Tyler Kraft onto our podcast because he has taken the wheel and just freaking ran with it and has been crushing not only body composition PRs but mountain biking PRs and life PRs and I am excited for the world to hear about your story Tyler so thanks so much for being here
1: oh thank you for having me
0: absolutely so take us back to maybe even before we knew each other so you've been a member of our gym since I started there, I believe. So 2020, take us back kind of before that and kind of what led you to, to the point of saying, all right, Meredith, help me out with nutrition.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've always kind of enjoyed working out, going back to high school, uh, starting with like football is where I started, uh, weight training. Um, as I got out of high school, I didn't really have any like physical activities that I really enjoyed. I always kind of on and off would go to a gym. Um, but really just, that was kind of my background of just weightlifting based off of football. And as far as nutrition went, I kind of tried here and there to like do little things, but nothing ever really worked out for me. Um, it seemed like the more I tried, like the worse it actually got. And then I would just kind of get frustrated and then just, you know, let it get, you know, even worse. But I had actually, um, uh, about two years before I joined the gym, I had uh, gotten divorced and actually lost, lost a decent bit of weight, got down to like one of the lighter weights that I've been in my adult life. But then like, I was like, oh, I'm down this low. I kind of, you know, would like to lose some more. And then, like I said, once I like actually started to try it, just kind of stayed where I was at and didn't really go any further. And then I kind of reached the point where I had seen you guys' advertisements in the gym. And I was just, you know, wanting to have some more information and wondering, you know, was somebody that actually knew what they were doing, what I, you know, what I could accomplish.
0: A lot of the conversations I know that we've had have been of around that topic where it's like, all right, I know I've, I've lost weight before, but I didn't know how I lost weight. And I think a lot of times that's where like diet programs are just like, self-driven diets fail where it's like, Hey, do this and not that, and it'll happen. But then you get there and you have no idea how to stay there. Um, because you have no idea the actions that are, or, or the why behind the actions we're taking to get to that fat loss. And it's like, uh, okay, now I'm here. So can I just go back to what I was doing? <laughs> yeah.
1: What I would fall into too, is, is I would, you kind of get comfortable with, you know, oh, I've made some progression and then you end up like, oh, hey, I've reached this this plateau, or not plateau, but more like a milestone, and you quote unquote reward yourself, and then just completely undo all the you know the hard work that you've actually put
0: in. What was your like expectation of or or perception of what it was going to be like to sign up with a nutrition coach?
1: I, I really had no idea honestly the uh, luckily you know I, I saw you guys advertising at the beginning of the year when you had the beginning of the year special and I just happened to come in when you were there you know in my work schedule normally nobody's at the gym when I'm there and when I sat down to talk to you you, you when you spelled it out for me it seemed like it was a pretty like simple process as far as more I feel like it's more of an educational process than it is like a hey eat this hey eat that you know here's your here's your diet, eat this, here's, you know, you guys kind of more present the information and it allows you to kind of learn as you go on your own and you know what works best for you. And a lot of the things that I've ended up making changes with that you know, you've pointed me in the right direction and you just kind of naturally make those changes and work it into your everyday life.
2: So I got to ask being a mom over here myself, you have kiddos, right?
1: Yes, kind of ma'am. Talk I have a
2: yeah. You have a son. Okay. So that's, I don't want to say, I guess I'll just say excuse. Cause I don't know how else to say it, but, um, a lot of times that's the hang up for, for clients is like, well, like I have kids and I just don't have the time. And I just don't, I just, I just can't figure out how to make it work in my schedule. Like what, how did, how did you make that work being, you know, a single dad with a child?
1: So for me personally, um, I have primary custody of my son and I have a really insane work schedule that I will not even try to describe because it just comes out as absurd to anybody. You can ask Meredith. Um, But I I have, so I have him 17 out of every 28 days. Basically the days that I work, I don't have him. And even though I work 12 hour days, I just make myself go to the gym on those days because I know I have the time. Um, And then the days that I don't have him, Um, I live with my mom because she helps me take care of my son. So that way, you know, after I put him down to bed, because she's here, I have the ability to go to the gym. And then I also the days that I don't have them is when I do my meal prepping. So I just go ahead and just, I like to grill chicken. So like I'll grill tons of chicken. And basically, that's the way I do it is just I try and capitalize on the times that I don't have him just to prepare myself and have everything accomplished so that when I do have him, I have a little bit more freedom as far as uh, taking care of him and everything.
2: I love that. It's like prioritizing your priorities, um, not using it as an excuse, but using it as, you know, your driver. And then on top of that, like, I think the one thing that stuck out for me is like, it was it's okay to ask for help. Like you were like, hey, I realized I can't get to the gym unless I have somebody else. You know, we we sometimes want to just try to do everything on our own, but, um, being a mom too, like, I get it. Like sometimes it's okay to ask for, for help to be able to put your health first as well.
0: What I love too, Tyler, is that you've from social media and obviously just from talking to you, like you've totally integrated your son in this like lifestyle shift you've taken. Like, I love the videos that I see of you guys going out on your bike rides And I even loved the fact that you came in the other day with your son to do your body composition scan. And you're like, all right, where are we going for lunch today? He's like, we're going to get a piece of pizza. And it's like, yes, like it doesn't have to take away from the experiences you have with your family unit. It doesn't have to be like, Oh, daddy can't have that. Or, or um, you know, this very restrictive process, it can be a very like inclusive process with the family unit.
1: Yeah. I think that's definitely one of the things that helps with how, you guys, you know, do it as far as not telling somebody don't, you know, this stuff you cannot eat because there are times I, I do when we do go out, you know, I, I kind of let him have a little bit more free reign, you know, like I don't want to, Hey kid, you can only grill chicken and rice. You know what I mean? So I try to give him a little bit more free reign, but it does allow me still like when we go somewhere that has like ice cream, I won't get what I used to because I used to get like a large Sunday with hot fudge and peanut butter and Reese cups on it, which But I'll still get ice cream, I'll just get like a small, you know, a small chocolate dish or whatever. And that way I can at least enjoy it with him, you know, and like you said, you can kind of include him and you still feel like you're doing stuff with him.
0: Walk our listeners through how long we've worked together. And obviously, they know like what you've gained from it intellectually um but what have you gained from it especially when you like came in and say hey these are my most people see us because they have body composition change goals so let's start there and then I obviously want to talk about your mountain biking increasing too
1: yeah so when I came in um I had probably been I would say the heaviest I've ever been in my life I was around like 270 pounds or so I guess I've normally been around like 250 to 260 and I've kind of kept myself down around I think I was in like the 240s when I first came came and uh, talked with you. And so over, I think it's been three months now, right at three months, and I'm down almost 30 pounds at this point. Um, And it's pretty much all body fat based off of the composition scan. And I I know I can personally just tell based off of, you know, how I look, how I feel having to buy new clothes because my clothes don't fit anymore. Like it's, and it's definitely happened a lot quicker than I thought it would. Like, I didn't know what to expect. Um, I have worked extremely hard so you know there's obviously it's not gonna be the same for every person but for me personally like I have not starved myself by any extent like I always feel like I'm nourished I don't ever feel like overly hungry and to have made the progress that I have in such a short period of time like I couldn't be happier with how everything's going.
0: And I also want to interject too, after our, I think it was like after just four four or five weeks, we did your first body composition scan. And what I love about these eVolt scans is that it helps me be a better coach and to really understand the physiology of what's going on um, with your exercise and nutrition programming. And do you remember the first thing that I did after your first scan?
1: Made me (laughs) eat more.
0: Yep, yep, and I think that that's like what people never expect on a diet plan. I'm like, all right, like honestly, progress is happening. Progress in the terms of like fat loss and weight loss is happening almost too quickly. So let's actually eat more to slow it down, which I think is every client's like worst nightmare. Like, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to slow the progress down. But what we did was we introduced more protein, more overall, more calories. And, um, that adaption came from the fact that you do live such an active lifestyle and, um, you know, on paper, it's one thing to do the calculations as a clinician and, um, recommend certain caloric intake, but, Um, when we start to work together and the the longer we work together, the better I get to know your body. And so I said, all right, we're going to eat more food. And what was cool was that the fast forward another six weeks, we did another body composition scan and we still saw massive progress in the world of fat loss, but we also closed the gap of any sort of like lean tissue loss too. So eating more was actually like super beneficial towards your fat loss goals. So I, I, I just find that super fascinating and I can geek out over that type of physiology <laughs> all day long. Um, but yeah, like diets don't have to be like eat less, eat less, eat less. It's like, no, you, you move a lot. So when you're not working out in the gym and you, you hit about what would you say? Like three solid workouts per week, three, four workouts in the gym.
1: Yeah, that's what I aim for, um, depending on the weather and how much I can get out and ride. Like, but yeah, I've been definitely trying to get myself in there to, to get my body stronger, like three times a week at least.
0: And then talk to us about your rides and how your nutrition has totally elevated your mountain biking game.
1: Yeah, so I've been, I've been riding for probably like six years, like heavily now. And in the last couple of years, I met some friends and really got into going like actually up into the mountains of North Carolina, which is actually some of the best mountain biking, honestly, in the world. It's a really, really fun place to ride. And even around here, there's a really good mountain bike community. And every time I go out, like I just I record all my my rides on an app called Strava. And I don't do it to compare myself to other people. You can do that. I do it more for my own personal, you know, just knowing where I'm at and like every time I go ride, like I'm faster than I was the time before. And then I went out this past weekend and did the longest ride that I've ever done. I think it was like 23 and a half miles. And that was in the mountains, So it wasn't even just like the flat riding around here. Like it was, a, I, I can't remember what the elevation gain was, but I want to say it was close to 3000 feet of elevation gain throughout the ride. And I just feel so much like stronger on the bike, especially like climbing and everything. And also the one of the benefits of the weight loss is the mountain bike components are allowed to perform the way they're meant to. Because before I was always just when I would set like the air pressure on my shock and stuff, I was just like looking at this air pressure guide and I'm just maxed out. You know, It would go to like 230 plus and then this is what you said to that. So now I'm able to like allow the bike to perform like it's supposed to underneath me. So it also makes, you know, going downhill and everything a lot more fun for me.
0: I always love when I get your screenshots of your mountain biking progress and you send me those snapshots of the the app and it'll show like PR here, PR there, PR there. And I feel like that's kind of the, the story of your last three months of working together that like you're PRing so many elements of your life, even outside of the gym, outside of our nutrition coaching and the confidence that I've seen you grow, like has, is radiating. And I know other like gym members and even my, you know, coworkers have been like, dang, Tyler is like crushing it in the gym and I'm very proud of you. And it's because you've put in the work. Um, you know, I've just been along for, for the ride pun intended, uh, but you really, you really have given it 110% and that's more than we could ever ask for as clinicians.
1: Yeah. And it's also, it's been easy to do because the results have been there, you know, like sometimes, I mean, there's been a couple of weeks where I've, you know, only lost like a half a pound to a pound, but it's, it's still right there to where I'm, I'm, I can still see like I'm getting stronger or something so that it's, it's made it easier to kind of stick to what I'm doing and, and continue to give that, that much effort because it's definitely, definitely worth it.
2: I always like to ask this question though, to everybody who's on the podcast, because there's so many people who are listening to this right now that are like, man, I just, I wish that was me or like, if he can do it, I could do it. But what would be like your, your biggest piece of advice for people who maybe are just starting out or maybe, you know, when you first started kind of like where your headspace was at, like, what's your biggest advice for those people that are listening?
1: I mean, that was literally me. Like, that's who I was. Like I would always see like these stories of people that had lost, you know, this much weight and, you know, you could just see their transformation. And I I, I do live a pretty active life. So I was always kind of like wondering, like, you know, why can't I do that? Like, you know, what, what am I not doing right? And like I said before, it's it's the information that you guys give that allows you to understand what you need to do. And I, I'm, I've tried to like look into it. Like I've never just like randomly dieted, but I've always tried to like look into different ways and I was never able to just figure it out. And it's honestly like, it's super simple when you break it down, but having you guys who like know what you're talking about, it just makes it so much easier to digest the information and then put it into use. And also having somebody on the other side that you can bounce ideas off of and little things. Like I know I'll ask Meredith a lot of these like little questions about, you know, like, Hey, what, you know, what can I do for this or what can I do for that? And having somebody that rather than just Googling and hopefully you find an answer, like asking a person, a question and her, like knowing you, knowing how, you know, you kind of eat and everything in your life. Like she gives you an answer that once you use it, you see like, Oh man, that, you know, that's exactly what I needed. So to me, having somebody, to, you know, help you with the information and just let you know what you need to do just to me made a world of difference. I, I know that I'm, I wouldn't have made near as much progress in this short of a period of time without without your guys information. So,
0: And both Alexa and I will attest to that. And there's a reason that even as nutrition consultants, we still work with consultants ourselves, too we pay trainers to train us. And I think between the two of us, we've got 20 years of training experience. So there is no shame in asking for help. And, and just honestly, that accountability is what leads to action. That action is what leads to habits and those habits are what leads to results. And then that brings us to everybody's favorite term, motivation. So oftentimes we're out there searching for motivation and that comes after we've we've applied what we've learned, and the actions around what we've learned. So Tyler, thank you so much for your time. Um, I am excited for the world to hear about your story. And I will see you in the gym during your next workout.
1: Yeah, thank you.